Hello and welcome to this special video edition of the IABC International Podcast. My name's Dan Gold, and on this episode, we are speaking with Abigail Posner, the director of the Brand Unit, which is Google's creative think tank for agencies and brands. Abigail will be delivering one of the keynote sessions at the IABC World Conference on Monday, the 15th of June, the title of which is Cracking Creativity, Reengaging Our Innate Creativity for Greater Productivity and Growth. Uh, Abigail, I know you've got so many other things that you do in this world, but thank you so much for joining me. Oh, it's my pleasure. So much fun. So before you speak about the keynote itself, tell me a bit about your uh, background. Uh, I was doing some research and we spoke previously about your uh, fashion blog as well. I'm really intrigued how your, how your world fits together and uh, how you got into the topics that you're going to be speaking about at World Conference. Oh my gosh, what a fun topic. Yeah, you know, I think I've always been intrigued by human beings and why we do what we do. And sometimes even the most frivolous stuff gets me excited. I I think particularly the frivolous stuff or the stuff that we deem not important, Um, like why we wear what we wear or why we eat what we eat or why we like to watch certain videos. Um, Because I feel like when you tap into these areas of behavior, you start seeing a whole world of culture and values and, you know, what makes people tick. So I think I, I started this interest really before college, but it solidified in university where I studied social anthropology. And social anthropology is really the study of why people do what we do. Um, And so it could be, you know, why we pray the way we pray, or it could be um, why we have the political systems we have. Um, And I studied a subset of anthropology called economic anthropology, and that's really about why we trade what we trade. I mean, it's it's kind of the core of business. Uh, And so that love, that passion that I've had for why people do what we do has pretty much been the through line throughout my career. And I have applied that to so many different uh, worlds because they just fascinate me. So I took it to advertising where I was a strategic planner or brand planner, whatever you want to call it, brand strategist. And there I had to understand why people buy what they buy, right? So why they buy Cheetos or why they buy insurance and often you dig beneath the surface and these seemingly banal things that we love are quite telling about who we are as human beings. And then I, I took that, uh, that, that quest to understand human beings to the world of beauty. Um, and it was really by accident. I mean, I had a beauty client, but also cause I, I had to write a blog. Someone said, you have to write a blog. That's what you're supposed to do. And I realized I had learned so much and I had so much, um, so much to, to show to the world about why we have the beauty rituals we have or why we feel what we feel about beauty. It's a very loaded topic, particularly in this culture. And then in the advertising, not advertising world, then after the advertising world, when I went to Google, um, I realized that people are not asking uh, why people do what they do with technology. They were just kind of looking at what people do with technology. You know, how many times you're on their phone or how many clicks does it take to get to a sale? And so I thought, hmm, well, here's an opportunity to do something that no one's doing, which is to really dig into 
why people are doing these things. Because if we understand why people are behaving in such a way with their phones or with the videos they watch or with virtual reality, then we know how to leverage these technologies. We know how to use these technologies in the ways that are most meaningful to, to us human beings. Um, and then on the side, I also have a relationship with the Chinese fashion, Chinese and lifestyle fashion publication. And again, it's just about really understanding cultures and human beings. And I just love that stuff. So to me, it's not necessarily about doing all these crazy things and how do I balance it and manage it, but more like, how can I not? Because I, I just, I love these topics. So um, there you go. So taking everything that you know from uh, your studies and how you've applied it in your different enterprises, um, where does this leave us with the uh, leveraging the creativity that we have, the balance of satisfying the need in the audience, appealing yeah. to their alignment and making material that truly appeals to them to get them to do something? I always feel like this is such a cheat. <laughs> I, do feel, I do believe it's the answer. We have to stop thinking about all the cool bells and whistles out there and all the tools and technologies that seem to be at our fingertips. And we have to start with human beings. We have to start by asking, what is it that we want them to do? And why do we think what we have to offer them is it all compelling? Once you actually delve into those questions, everything else starts just springing forth in front of your eyes as the obvious next steps, the obvious solutions. Right. So, you know, I'm just going to give a hypothetical example. Um, let's say you're selling insurance. How do you get people to want to buy insurance? Well, we have to stop thinking about what ad we have to create. Or, and we have to stop thinking about, well, you know, what point in the funnel do we have to penetrate? No, no, no. First, ask yourself, why does anybody need insurance? And why do they need your insurance? What is it about you? And again, and it's also a question about a really deeply human question. What is it about you, seller of insurance, that has something more powerful than anybody else? What is it that you discovered? What is your purpose? What is your mission? You answer that question for yourself. Then you can answer why you think you have something to offer to these human beings. What is it that they need? What is it that motivates them? What is it that um, inspires them to buy one thing over another? Maybe it's something in your category or another category. So I think that is always, always the first question. And while I think that's the obvious question, I don't know, or obvious set of questions, I don't know if everyone remembers to do that. And it's to me such the the basic, most critical thing we have to do. So first, understand the human beings that you, understand yourself as human beings, as purveyors of a product or service, and what you're really trying to deliver this world. And then understand the human beings you're trying to communicate to. Once you do that, then you go, oh, okay, so they know about me or they don't know about me, or they like someone else better than me, how do I convince them to like me better? And then you can start figuring out what are the types of messages and what are the platforms you should be using to communicate that message. And maybe certain platforms say, help you say one thing one way and certain platforms help you say another thing another way, and that's okay. Um, but that's the first, the first step. And I also think that there are creative solutions, and I'll be speaking about that. There are creative solutions that are at our fingertips if we just 
feel the confidence within ourselves that we can be creative. And that that is back to our sense of humanness. That is, that is inherent in every human being is that ability to be creative. We just have to know what tools to tap or leverage and have the confidence that we can do it. Do you think that fear holds a lot of people back? Absolutely. It holds me back every day, right? But, um, you know, I have a motto, which is, I'm sure, not, not uh, ownable by me, but just say yes. Just say yes, because 99% of the time, catch yourself how many times you say no. No but, right? I can't figure this out. No but, this is not the right answer. No but. So part of it is just having that confidence in yourself that you can try that it's within you, it's within your fellow co-workers or whomever to come up with these solutions and to understand how you can be of value to other human beings. So at World Conference on the Monday, the 15th of June, you're going to be presenting your keynote. Um, give me a sell, give me a thing that people will walk away with when they come and see your session. Well, as I said, if they forget everything I have to say, but remember one thing, it's that we are all creative. We all have the capability of coming up with ideas, of coming up with solutions to drive for growth, which is really what we all, we all want. So all we have to do is tap these skills that we have inherently in us, skills that we use to solve for other challenges in our life, skills that are really the, the core of creativity. And once you do that, you will have so much more opportunity in front of you to come up with creative solutions. And, and great, awesome ideas. Abigail, how can people get in touch with you? Because we are in a world of connectivity, and that's one right. of the things that we really like to do. Yeah, well, um, there are a couple of ways. Uh, um, I'm on Twitter. Um, I am on LinkedIn. That's probably the best way. Instagram, depending on the, your platform of choice, I'm pretty much there. Uh, and uh, feel free to visit the website, abigailposner.com. But um, you know, that's, I would say, start there and, you know, we can, we can all connect. If you have not already secured your place at World Conference, book your tickets right now. wc.iabc.com is the place to do that. And, and Abigail, thank you so much for joining us here on the IABC International Podcast. It's been my sincere pleasure. Thank you so much. Oh, it's my pleasure. And I, I hope to meet all of you if I can uh, at the conference. And thank you for watching or listening to this episode of the IABC International Podcast. Music is from Joachim Karud and Ixon, and this is an IABC production.